0: From Tokyo, Japan and New Plymouth, New Zealand. This is Down to Business English with your hosts, Skip Montreux and Samantha Vega.
1: Steve Jobs, Mark Cuban, and J.K. Rowling. Do you have any idea what they have in common, Samantha?
0: Steve Jobs. Mark Cuban and J.K. Rowling's. Hmm. Well, Steve Jobs was, well, everyone knows who Steve Jobs was. Mark Cuban is a billionaire, entrepreneur, and current owner of the professional basketball team the Dallas Mavericks and a shark on Shark Tank as well because I watch that a lot on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're both successful business people. But J.K. Rowling's is an author. He wrote the Harry Potter books. So I can't really say she's a business person, but, um, I don't know. They're all rich.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're all rich. They are, or were, in Steve Jobs' case, but they have something else in common, too. What would that be? Each of them, at least once in their lives, were fired from their jobs.
0: Well, you know what they say.
1: No, I don't know what they say.
0: Most successful people are fired at least once in their
1: lives. Really? Who said that?
0: I think I read it in a business book somewhere.
1: Well, I don't think I've heard that one before. But there probably is some truth to it. Have you ever been fired, Samantha? No, I haven't. And I'm kind of glad about that. You? No, I haven't either. But I am reminded of George Carlin's famous quote. I love George Carlin. Which quote? Uh, The quote is that most people work just hard enough not to get fired and get paid Just enough money not to quit. Very funny. Yes, and very accurate.
0: So, why all this talk about getting fired?
1: Because today on Down to Business English, we are going to be reporting on what happened last month to Sam Altman at OpenAI, the makers of ChatGPT.
0: Ah, yes. That was a big news story. And very strange. He was fired and then rehired and less than a week
1: very unusual stuff and it captivated the business and tech world for over a week sounds like a great topic yes so let's do it let's get D2B down to business with the exit and reinstatement of Sam Altman as CEO of OpenAI.
0: This was a very fast-moving story that all went down over the course of five or six days. Why don't we start by going through the timeline of the key developments?
1: It all started on the evening of Thursday, November 16th, when Ilya Sutskever, one of the co-founders of OpenAI, and their chief science officer, sent a text message to Sam Altman, asking him to join a meeting with the Board of Directors the next day, at noon.
0: It was Ilya and Sam, who were the co-founders of OpenAI.
1: There were actually three co-founders, Sam, Ilya, and Greg Brockman. As co-founders, each of them had positions on the Board of Directors and held executive suite management positions as well. Altman being the CEO, Brockman the CTO, and Sutzkever the CSO. Oh, that's
0: kind of confusing.
1: Well, don't worry about that for now. We will touch on the differences later.
0: Okay, so Ilya asked Sam to join a meeting at noon the next day.
1: Yes, it was a Google Meet meeting. And to Sam's surprise, when he showed up, Greg Brockman was not there. It was just the other board members and Ilya.
0: No Brockman. I can see how that might raise some eyebrows. You would think he should be there.
1: As he is the chairman of the board, yeah, you would think so. Well, right off the top, Ilya informed Sam that he was being fired and that a public announcement was going to be made very soon. Then, immediately after that, Ilya sent Brockman another Google Meet link to join.
0: This was a different meeting from the one that Sam was fired in?
1: That's my understanding, yes. It was a second meeting. Anyway, in that meeting, Brockman was told that he, too, was being removed from the board, but he was a vital member of the OpenAI company and would retain his role as chief technology officer.
0: Wow. Talk about cleaning house. All this happened in rapid succession?
1: All over the lunch hour, apparently. But this was just the beginning of the upheaval at OpenAI. What happened next? When Brockman heard that Sam had been fired, well, he immediately resigned from the company. On top of that, three other senior AI researchers submitted their resignations.
0: What was the board telling the staff about the reasons behind their decision to fire Altman?
1: In an all-hands meeting Friday afternoon, Suskever told employees that Sam's removal was necessary to protect OpenAI's mission of making AI beneficial to humanity.
0: Hmm, What does that mean? Was he saying that Altman was leading OpenAI down a path that was endangering humankind?
1: It sure sounds like that.
0: So that's what the board told the staff about Sam's firing. What did OpenAI tell the world about it?
1: In a press release, they did not go into details. But the key takeaway from that release was that the board was grateful for Sam's many contributions to the founding and growth of OpenAI, but their mission was to ensure artificial intelligence benefited all humanity, and that Altman had not been completely honest in communicating to the board so they could not fulfill their mission.
0: So let me get this straight. The board fired Sam Altman because they felt he was lying to them about the direction he was taking OpenAI as its CEO?
1: Yeah, that's about it.
0: Now we all know that Microsoft is a major investor in OpenAI. Were they supportive of the board's decision to remove Altman?
1: No, they were completely blindsided by their announcement.
0: How did they react?
1: On the very same day that Altman was fired, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella published a statement saying that Microsoft was committed to their partnership with OpenAI and had a long-term agreement with them.
0: But they couldn't have been happy about Sam's firing, especially if they were not given a heads up.
1: Not at all. In fact, because Microsoft is so closely tied to OpenAI technology… Their stock fell 2% on the news of Altman's firing.
0: So this all happened on Friday, November 17th. What happened next?
1: Right out of the gate, the board's decision came under intense fire from everyone. Everyone? The very next day, OpenAICOO Brad Lightcap said that the board's decision took everyone by surprise and that they were trying to get a better understanding of the reasons behind the decision. And investors in OpenEye were very upset and started a pressure campaign to have the board reinstate Altman. And what about the staff? Good question. On Monday, November 20th, the first business day after Altman was let go, over 650 of OpenAI's 770 employees signed a letter threatening to quit unless Sam Altman was reinstated and the entire board resigned.
0: Oh, it was a full-blown mutiny.
1: And on top of that, Microsoft announced that both Sam Altman and Greg Brockman would be joining Microsoft to lead a new AI research team. And that the door was open for other OpenAI staff to join Microsoft.
0: The board must have been feeling a lot of pressure over that.
1: They were. And then on that very same day, Ilya Satskever does a mea culpa.
0: A mea culpa? He apologized for firing Altman?
1: He posted on his ex-account, you know, formerly Twitter, that he regretted his decision to remove Altman and that he would do everything in his power to have him reinstated.
0: That is an incredible mea culpa.
1: It was, and the board had no other alternative to try to bring Altman back.
0: Which they were able to do.
1: Yes. On Tuesday, November 20th, OpenAI announced that they had reached an agreement with Sam to return to the company as CEO. And a new board of directors was going to be appointed.
0: So the board members that pushed Altman out, in the end, all lost their positions.
1: That's right. The new board would consist of Salesforce CEO Brett Taylor, former U.S. Secretary of the Treasury Larry Summers, and Quora founder Adam D'Angelo. And later in November, it was also announced that Microsoft would be given a non-voting observer seat on the OpenAI board.
0: Ah, so they could watch their investment, sure. I guess so. What do you make of all this, Skip? Why would the board fire Altman and then fold so quickly when they faced such pushback?
1: Well, the pushback was too intense for them to go on. If they had stood their ground, they would have lost too much talent and the company would not have lasted much longer.
0: But why even fire Altman in the first place? if his removal was so detrimental to the company's bottom line.
1: You have to remember that OpenAI was founded as a non-profit organization. Its purpose was not to make money. But because AI research is so expensive, they had to create a for-profit entity on top of that NPO structure in order to raise capital to fund their research. Ah,
0: I didn't realize that. So, it just could be that the board thought that Sam Altman was taking the company in more of a for profit direction rather than an altruistic direction. He was taking care of investors more than taking care of OpenAI's original mission to create AI that was a benefit for humanity.
1: That is one theory behind all of this, yes.
0: Okay, well, that's pretty wild. It is. And it looks like Sam Altman came out the winner.
1: It does. In fact, Time just announced that Sam Altman is their CEO of the year for 2023.
0: Is that right? I didn't know that. Who was their person of the year? Taylor Swift. Uh Aha, Taylor Swift. Again. This would be her second time. I wonder what Time's reason is this time. I'll have to look into that.
1: You do that. But in the meantime, a lot of time in here. Why don't we get D2V down to vocabulary?
0: The first item on Down to Vocabulary today is the verb reinstate and its noun form reinstatement.
1: Ah, good place to start! Both of these word forms are used several times throughout our report.
0: Reinstatement even appears in the title of today's episode.
1: It does! The Exit and Reinstatement of Sam Altman.
0: To reinstate someone means to return someone to a position or role they previously held. It's often used in professional or organizational contexts.
1: Our entire report today was about how Sam Altman was reinstated as CEO of OpenAI. Exactly.
0: And the noun form, reinstatement, refers to the act of reinstating someone. Can you give us another business example using one of these word forms, Skip?
1: Sure. A colleague of mine recently ended up in LinkedIn jail.
0: LinkedIn jail? LinkedIn banned him from using his account? What did he do?
1: LinkedIn said one of his posts had broken their community guidelines, but he disagreed and asked LinkedIn to review his case. What was the outcome of that? It took a couple of weeks, but in the end, LinkedIn reinstated him on the platform. Hmm,
0: that's fortunate for him.
1: Very fortunate. He's a salesperson and depends heavily on LinkedIn to make new contacts.
0: I've never been in LinkedIn jail, or any social media jail for that matter. It must be stressful. Moving on, what's our next
1: word? Next up is the phrase, in rapid succession. This phrase describes events that happen one after the other in a very short period of time. In a report, after I explained to Samantha the events that took place over the lunch meeting where Sam Altman was fired and Greg Brockman demoted, she commented how everything had happened in rapid succession.
0: In other words, I was saying they happened quickly, one after another.
1: Can you give us a business example using this phrase, in rapid succession?
0: Of course. In the stock market, a company's shares might drop in rapid succession following unexpected news like a sudden CEO resignation or firing.
1: That is kind of what happened to Microsoft after Sam Ullman was let go. Although OpenAI is not a publicly traded company, Microsoft is. And having invested so much in OpenAI, Microsoft's share price fell 2% on news of Altman's departure. What is our next word? Finally, we have mea culpa.
0: Mea culpa is a Latin phrase, right?
1: It is, indeed. Mea culpa translates to my fault or my mistake in English. And you can use it when you are admitting a mistake. In our story, I reported that Ilya Sutskever did a mea culpa about the part he played in Sam Altman's firing.
0: In other words, he apologized for participating in Altman's dismissal.
1: Exactly. He said he was sorry. Can you give us a business example?
0: Do you know LastPass? password management software
1: I do in fact I use it myself couldn't make do without it actually
0: then you were aware of the major security breach they had last year
1: yes I am I remember getting emails from them about the breach
0: well it was a pretty big deal and the CEO had to issue a mea culpa to their customers because the company failed in such a huge way Would you like to help D2B reach more people wanting to improve their business English skills? Be sure to follow D2B on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any place podcasts are found. While you are there, leave a rating and a review and tell everyone how much you enjoy the show. Thanks for taking us through that timeline of Sam Altman's exit and reinstatement from OpenAI, Skip. It was a very dramatic five days in the tech sector.
1: My pleasure, Samantha. It was interesting for me to learn about OpenAI's business structure as I researched today's story.
0: It is unique, to say the least.
1: Just a reminder to our D2B members be sure you are subscribed to your members-only RSS feed. If you log into your account on the Down to Business English website and go to your member account page, you will find your members-only RSS feed there. All you need to do
0: is copy and paste that feed into the podcatcher of your choice. And you will never miss a D2B membership-only episode or a bonus Down to Vocabulary episode.
1: That's right. And the bonus vocabulary for today's episode will be released within the next 24 to 48 hours and you don't want to miss that.
0: The five additional words and phrases we will focus on will be to raise eyebrows, an upheaval, to be blindsided, to be given a heads up, and the idiom right out of the gate.
1: And if you are not a D2B member do consider becoming one not only will you have access to all our member only podcasts and bonus vocabulary episodes as well as the audio script library your membership helps provide us with the resources we need to produce down to business english on a regular basis
0: to become a member all you need to do is go to d2benglish.com forward slash membership membership more information.
1: That's d2benglish.com forward slash membership. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Take care.
0: Have a comment or question about today's show? Don't be shy. Visit the D2B website or Facebook page and post any comments or questions there. Skip, Des, or Samantha will be sure to leave a reply. Down to Business English. Business news to improve your business English.